Well, today we celebrate the feast of uh, St. George, a very, very cool saint who probably doesn't get as much attention as he as he should in, in recent years and recent generations. St. George was a very important saint all throughout the Middle Ages. He's the patron saint of England uh, when, you know, when England was thoroughly Catholic. And uh, a, a really ancient saint from back going back to the 3rd century. He's one of these saints that I think he's fallen out of popularity uh, recently because there's a large legendary aspect to him. He, he was really probably a martyr in the uh, 3rd century or so. And uh, we don't have a lot of historical information about him. Um, and uh, over the centuries, a certain kind of legends grew up around him about him slaying a dragon. Okay, so I think it's because of that legendary aspect that in contemporary times, a lot of he's not. We don't talk about him. Basically, he's like, oh, you know, we don't want to. He's he's embarrassing or something like that because he's just a legend. He's not a real person. Well, he is a real person. <laughs> he is a real person. And we, what we can do is just look at the legends as um, expressing a deeper, uh, in, in a symbolic manner, expressing a deeper reality that's true of him. Uh, also, we can trust us two other thoughts about some of these saints in our tradition that are very, there's kind of legendary accretions attached to them. Uh, where there is fire there, where there is smoke, there's fire. Okay. So we look back and we see he had a huge cult, huge cult, and miracles um, took place, you know, through his intercession. So he's a real person. I mean, it's not like, you know, uh, we can infer from the effect that there must have been a cause. <laughs> okay, so it's not like he was this imaginary person and, and suddenly like half of the Roman Empire was duped into thinking he was a real person, had this great devotion to him, prayed to him, miracles took place, and he never existed or something, you know. So he, he is a real person, we can be assured of that. And then secondly, the, the second thought is, of course, the guidance of the Holy Spirit in the church. So the Holy Spirit is not going to guide the church in this manner in, in a wrong direction. So that's another kind of source of our own security that this saint is, is a real person, really existed. And then furthermore, the whole legend about him slaying the dragon is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Again, look at it symbolically. It's very deep, very profound. Um, I'm going to get into that, but first also it's important to, to mention, I think for the purposes of my homily, that today is also the uh, patronal a saint name feast of our Pope. Okay? Uh, Pope Francis is Jorge. That's his first name is Jorge. Bergoglio. And uh, so Jorge is the, is the Spanish form of George. So we remember also Pope Francis in a special way today and we pray for him. Now actually taking this whole idea of St. George and the dragon, Pope Francis, and then our readings today, I see a lot of uh, in commonality. I'll draw our attention to our psalm. Very interesting. Our psalm says this. I'm going to put it in my own, my own words, my own translation that I'm more familiar with. Um, Let your send forth, O Lord, your light and your truth, and let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy dwelling, to the mountain where you reside. Send forth, O Lord, your light and your truth, and let these be my guide. And uh, something that we see with Pope Francis that he's really big on is that um, he's against this one thing, this, this particular word that he uses. He uses the, the term ideology. 
he says, you know, we shouldn't be into ideology. And uh, ideology is misleading. So what does he mean by ideology? Ideology is really the, it's the opposite of light and truth. Light, God's light and truth is the faith of our holy religion uh, that, that guides us to our ultimate destiny, and that is to be dwelling with God in eternity, to be holding his, to be beholding his face, as it says in the, in the Psalms. When, when can I see your face, O God? And uh, we're, we're walking through a world that is very dark and very complex. Within our own hearts, there is great darkness. Within our own heart, there is great complexity. We really don't even know ourselves. There's a kind of a chaos within us, okay? And uh, we do things sometimes, we don't even know why we do them, all right? And hence, we've got the whole 20th century discipline of psychology that tries to probe into the, into the depths of the human heart and psyche and motives with varying degrees of success. It does that. Uh, but in any event, the human heart is deep and dark and complicated, and uh, it, it's a, there's a chaos to it. It's like a dragon, Okay, that's true of the individual. How much more true is it of the collective group of human beings, of society as general? It's very complicated. The world is a complicated reality. It's complicated. Uh, society, how to govern, how to navigate our way through the world, it's very complicated. And there's a kind of a there's always chaos looming on the on the horizon. The ideologue is someone who's got this bright idea, and it's a very simple idea, and he disguises the idea uh, as a science or as a philosophy, and he's extremely eager to suggest and to to provide the world with solutions, with easy solutions to extremely complex questions. Okay, so what I'm thinking, a perfect example is the 20th century has seen ideologies of both the right and the left. Marxism to the left, fascism to the right. You know, with Marxism, materialistic Marxism basically says this. Well, all of history can be understood as this kind of progression through these different stages, all uh, inevitably uh, tending towards this perfect communist utopia. Okay, well, where'd you get that idea from? All right, as it sounds nice, sounds neat, and you get kind of romanticized by that idea. And you're like, okay, so because this is true, well, okay, so this is true, really? Where'd you get this idea? Because this is true, it's science, don't you know? It's science. Really? It's science? Are you kidding me? Because this is true, this is what we should do. Okay, and you get the horrors of Stalinist communism, okay, with uh, tens of thousands, if not, I'm sorry, Tens of millions, if not more, people uh, being killed. You got Maoists, you know, communism in China. You got all the revolutions that took place in South America. Uh, it goes on and on. The bloodshed, the stupidity, because of these ideologies. And the irony of the ideologue, the person who's purveying these ideologies, is that he hasn't even taken care of the chaos in his own heart. He's really eager to go and change the world and fix it and make it a better place and make it a heaven on earth. But he hasn't dealt with himself. He's got an affair with another man's wife on the aside. 
he's, you know, has his own sins and and that he's totally blind to. It's a real hubris and arrogance, the ideology and ideologues. And this is what Pope Francis is speaking against oftentimes. Okay? In contrast to this ideology, we have our holy religion. No one made this up, guys. It came to us from God. And uh, its main objective is to fix the chaos in our own hearts, first and foremost. It's to like St. George and the dragon. Slay the dragon within first before you decide to go out and be a social justice warrior out in the world. But it does say, yes, go out into the world. Make it a better place. Okay, so we've got the social doctrine of the world. I'm sorry, social doctrine of the church. But first, before you fight the dragon out there, fight the dragon in your heart. Get your own house in order before you try to clean up the world. Uh, and that's that's what it is to be led to the holy mountain by God's light and His truth. Um, this is this is a thought for today, my brothers and sisters, as we celebrate the feast of Saint George, who slayed the dragon first within his own heart, uh, and as we remember um, our current Pope, and as we pray for him today and for the success uh, of his intentions and his plans for the Church and for the world.